Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary. It's the guru of the seas himself, Tom Drake. Uh, it is indeed. Thank you, sir. Mr. BJ on the big boys. Stop the music. There you go. I have to still haven't potted that down yet. Got to work on that. How are you? It's a Monday morning, Monday, June 26, 2000. It's 2023. I am the podcaster. You are the listener. This is the podcast. And that is the day. The producer, the producer of this uh, debacle. It is a Monday. We are at sea. The first of five sea days to get to Dutch Harbor, Alaska, the Aleutian Islands. Never been there before. I, they tell me that's where the deadly catch uh, was filmed. This film is still filming. My friend Dave would be into that. He watches deadly catch and things like that. Uh, anyway, we are in the beginning of five sea days, and we did lose Internet all last night. It just came back a few minutes ago, and I whipped together, literally whipped together this morning's podcast. It is a whipped together Monday, and hopefully when I'm done recording this later on today, because we still are 12 hours ahead of you, I'll put it up. The internet will be working. It is the word is. We're in the upper part of some place between Japan and Alaska. Incredibly foggy all night. Right now, we're in dense fog. It reminded me how stupid I am. The first time I was on a ship and we were in fog, they blow the horn. They blow the big horn every 30 seconds. And I'm like, Captain, you know, so it's foggy. When I'm on a plane at 35,000 feet, you can't see anything. The pilot's not going to beep, 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 beep. And the captain looked at me like he wanted to say, You're a moron! And he said, Dummy, we have to blow the horn because we have all the equipment in the world, but they might be small fishing boats out there that don't, and that's why we blow the horn. So we've been blowing the horn. It's misty and rainy and foggy. It is the opposite of how this cruise started for me in Mumbai. We are getting ready. This is like this is like colonoscopy prep for Alaska. They're just getting this cleaned out. Uh, you're, you're dressing up in jeans and sweaters, and, and here we go. It's Dutch Harbor or bust. Busy cruise for me. Uh, I mentioned, I think we have the all-star comedy uh, stand-up show that I'll be coaching, very much like The Voice or American Idol. I'll be coaching our guests to do stand-up and not embarrass themselves. Good luck. Uh, I'm doing that, plus the play that I wrote. It's not a play. It's a little skit, a six-scene skit for the guest also to participate in. I am directing that and tweaking that and pausing that, and I have a show to do tomorrow night. I am the first of the early bird shows here. When you have sea days, five in a row, and you're losing hours. We lost an hour last night. Tonight, we're losing two hours. Uh, We have early bird shows at 540 Five, and that way the people can go to bed to catch up on the sleep. Otherwise, they get grumpy as hell. So I have the first tribute to Florida tomorrow, the world-famous early bird show. Busy time, but in between, because I love each and every one of you out there, I will make sure the podcast is up and running to the best of my ability. I mentioned it being misty and foggy and blowing the horn uh, on Sunday. Uh, We'll talk about that. The Port of Miami was closed for 12 hours. 
Uh, three ships were trying to embark guests. They couldn't even get in because of a collision between a fishing boat and a ferry. And there was a fatality, and that slowed everything down. We are finished with our 11 ports in Alaska. Our last, our last one was yesterday in Kushishiro. Kushiro. Kushiro, spectacular little community. Another big city in a small island. Uh, very, very beautiful. And I say it every time. When you don't let anybody else into your country, you can really maintain it. Uh, let's use this analogy. Let's use this analogy. We all have seen neighborhoods. We have seen neighborhoods where uh, six houses in a row are spectacular and the seventh house is a mess and you want to get rid of that person. Well, here in Japan, they didn't let anybody in that would do that. The place is pristine everywhere you go because it's 98% Japanese, 2% Asian, and I didn't see anybody who looked like me who lived here the entire 11 ports I was here. That is just a statement of fact that is not racist. It's just how they operate. They operate, hey, nobody gets in. Well, they're letting in Ukrainian refugees now because they need workers. And plus, they need someplace to go. But that's the difference. And there's a big fight going on in the Japanese parliament and government about immigration. Because the majority of the people go, hey, wait, buddy, we're happy the way it is. They, you know, they have their own. All wear masks. Everybody. Outdoors. Outdoors. Everybody wearing masks. It's just a weird country. And I will tell you this. I, I, you know, I've been there more than once. It's not my favorite place to go because of that. It's just strange. You go to New York City. I once saw in LaGuardia Airport, I think there are 337 languages spoken in New York. Some crazy amount. Seriously. There's only one. No, they'll speak a little English, but there's only one language in Japan. Japanese. That's it. I mean, it's amazing. Just amazing. Go to France. Go to England. England is so multicultural now. Some think it's great. Others hate it. Others wish it was just all English. Enough with all these refugees coming in. We don't need this. But it's the country that they live. It's our country. Canada's that way. Our borders are open. Japan, nowhere I can see. Just, just, but beautiful. And yesterday we went to a place called the Moo. It's a mall. Uh, I don't know why it's called the Moo. I was looking around for a cow. There's no cow. There's another Godzilla statue. They love Godzilla here. But the wife went and bought a kimono. Uh, for last night's, they had a uh, around-the-world dinner. She bought a beautiful, again, I wish this was a video presentation to see this kimono, 70 bucks. I mean, seriously. I mean, they tell me that in department stores in Tokyo, this thing would go for over $1,000. But in Kushiro, Kushishio, uh, $70. And she did look gorgeous in it, really did. So we're done. We're on our way to Dutch Harbor, Alaska. And then uh, when we get to Alaska, we're doing Dutch Harbor. And then we're going to Kodiak, Seward, Sitka, Ketchikan, and then one of my favorite stops in the world, Prince Rupert, Canada, just majestic, beautiful, a great restaurant. We go to there called Cow Bay Cafe. I am so excited to be back in the United States and in Canada. You can't, I can't tell you. I just am not a fan of Asia. It's just, that's just me. Uh, uh, and uh, we're going to Victoria, Canada. It's gorgeous there. And Astoria, Oregon. It's gorgeous there. And then San Francisco. It's a mess there. What can you do? <laughs> you know, I, it can't all be upbeat on a Monday. You know what I mean?
I just realized I didn't tease you with the headlines. It's a different kind of a podcast today. I'm under the gun. I'm taping this uh, at 9... Uh, 22 in the morning, and uh, I'm sorry, 8:22 in the morning, and I have to be downstairs for the signups for my big, uh, my big play uh, at 9:15. So I'm kind of squeezing you in, people. Do you feel it? You feel a little bit? No, you gotta be yeah, kidding it's, me! It's the Monday squeeze. I know. Get together. All right. Here are the headlines. NCL names the Godfather for the next big mega mother. See Godzilla, Greyhound with life jackets. It's going to be called the Norwegian Viva, and it follows the Prima, and is the Viva, and uh, I'll tell you who the godfather is there. Uh, Canada, one of my favorite countries in the world, but they're also anal retentive when it comes to what? Uh, one, two, three, you four, got five, it. six, seven, eight. I believe it's You know what I feel good about what I do? Yesterday I was standing at the bar at Martini's Lounge, and there are good friends of mine on board here, Ron and Marge, and they are wonderful listeners to the podcast, and I dropped my straw, the paper straw on the floor, and I said, please hurry, I need another paper straw. Uh, I'm trying to save the planet, and Marge started singing... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> they actually have the song, the song stuck in their head. Canada announces they will fine your ass if you break their environmental, uh, if you violate their environment. Now, there were voluntary changes that the cruise lines going to Canada had to make when it, I'll tell you the story, but they just added fines up to $250. The Port of Miami is reopened. We'll talk about that tragedy there involving a fishing boat and a, the Fisher Island ferry, the rich person's ferry. Somebody wasn't looking. Carnival Cruise Line helped Bahamas celebrate 50 years of independence, and it kind of tied together because Carnival has been going, uh, been in business for 50 years. So they had a big event in the the Carnival Legend. We'll talk about that. And also, uh, I've talked about this, Bahamas wanted to raise the amount of the departure tax. It's not an entry tax, it's a departure. You can get into the Bahamas, but you're going to pay to get the hell out. Uh, They were going to raise it, and uh, they made a change about that. All right, those were the headlines. I'm out of order today. Norwegian Cruise Line, the godfather of the Viva. I have no idea who this guy was. I looked him up. Uh, I've, I've said in the past, this is the guru now, they usually choose somebody with a major Twitter social media following, whether that be Twitter or Instagram or whatever, because that helps promote their product to a specific demographic, usually. And I assume this is what they're doing here because the godfather of the Viva is named Luis Fonzi. I will bet you uh, $10. If I could poll everybody that listens to this podcast, nobody knows who Luis Fonzi is. He's an incredibly, incredibly successful singer from Puerto Rico, right? A massive Latin star, a multi-platinum Grammy, whatever, winning star, Right, but in mainstream, uh, fifty and above, non-Latin, no idea. Now, I would say let's put put it on the other side. When they choose somebody like Kelly Clarkson, right, uh, or Katy Perry, who's the godmother of the prima, Katy Perry, I would imagine that the majority of the people who are in Latin America and Latin countries have no idea who Katy Perry is. So the decision was made that Luis Fonzi, he is a huge star, uh, popular, uh, known for such popular hits, uh, hits as a Des- Despacito. Des- and again, I'm just giving you information. I'm not even offering an opinion. I would connect the dots and say that's a particular market. Hey, it's Miami. They're gonna, they're going to christen the ship in the port of Miami. Who would you want to pick? 
a Latin star. Now, this one, I, you know, I know who, we all know who uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez is, and she crosses over, Gloria Stefan crosses over. I'm thinking of that skinny guy that was married to Jennifer Lopez. Uh, I, I hate that guy because in Coles he has his own line of clothes and you have to be a stick. Uh, only a stick can wear his line of clothes. Mark Anthony, right? Massive Latin star. And this guy is the up and coming, rising, massive Latin star. And he's the godfather. I don't know why the hell I'm talking about it, other than I just told you that. Um, the Aviva will be home partying Oh, hold on. What is the Caribbean island? And the, what is it? That doesn't make any sense. There's a story about where it's going to home port from. Uh, but when it comes, it's going to be, it's going to be the other thing. It's going to be christened in January. You better do it in Miami. Don't try to do that in Malta or someplace or, or Reykjavik. Don't try to do it in Reykjavik in January. The Viva, sister ship to the Prima, massive ship. Uh, that's the one that I think it has a go-kart track on it. It's got all kinds of bells and whistles. Anyway, this gentleman, Luis Fonzi, actually was featured on the Billboard Latin charge for his song, uh, Despacito, 56 weeks in a row. This guy's huge, huge. And, and, and there it is. The, the, understand the, the majority of the office of Miami is Latin. So they, they're loving this. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, the, owner, the president is Cuban. And I, I know people are rolling their eyes going, be careful. No, it's information. That's all. Without, without any opinion, any comment, I don't think. You're a moron. Well, maybe I am, so. All right. Uh, the Canadian Minister of Transport. I love that. It's the same guy, I'm pretty sure, that shut down Canada during the pandemic. Shut it down. I mean, wow. I mean, just wreaked havoc initially. Uh, and, of course, that's when the United States Congress passed a resolution that they didn't have to honor the uh, uh, Passenger Services Act. So we skipped Canada and went to Alaska. And they got worried that we were going to keep skipping Excuse me, Canada. We were never going to do that. You can't. Too Great ports in Prince Rupert and in Victoria. Vancouver, a great jumping off spot. Beautiful city, but a very busy terminal. Oh, is it busy there? But we were never going to skip Canada, and we don't know. But uh, the gentleman's name is uh, Omar Gabalagoop. Where is his name here? Uh, hold on a minute here. Omar Agaga. Omar Agaba. It's A L G H A B R A. Omar Greb Your Bra is his name. He's the Minister of Transport from Canada, and he announced that um, there are new regulations about the environmental, uh, the environment of Canada, primarily targeting the management of gray water, the drainage from sinks, laundry machines, showers, and dishwashers, and sewage, the wastewater from bathrooms and toilets. So the, the, the deal is, that's well, if you dump gray water, we have to get away from land, way out there. Uh, it's a big issue when we spend. We're overnight in ports. There's two issues. One is uh, fresh water, and the other is wastewater because it can't be dumped until you're way out in the ocean. There's all kinds of rules. And Royal Caribbean, way back, got nailed uh, for refiguring, reconfiguring the piping so they could secretly dump wastewater. They were the most heavily fined cruise line in the history. They really were. Uh, so they're really strict about this. And initially, they told the ships, you have to do this. A ship that goes to Canada and Alaska has to be reconfigured completely to handle this in a special way. Now they've introduced uh, fines. Now here's the, what uh, Omar Grabyabra says. Cruise ships are an important part of our economy and tourism sector. You would never know it to listen to this guy. But the need to operate in a more sustainable manner. Hold on a minute. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
to protect our waters and our environment. The measures introduced today are additional tools in your toolbox. Who would like? Who doesn't like to have another tool in the toolbox? Uh, to work with the industry to implement these hold on a minute, uh, measures, keeping our coast clean for Canadians to enjoy. Initially, this were introduced on a voluntary basis last year. Uh, due to the increased emphasis on environmental protection. We are just, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Am I a fan of this? Absolutely. Absolutely. The water, do I go around the world and see the water destroyed and see garbage everywhere? Yeah. But in U.S. and Canada, we, we hold ourselves to a much, much higher, the bar is much higher. Uh, and believe me, I know about bars. Um, look at, go Google carbon emissions in the last five years, let's say. And Find the country that has the greatest reduction in carbon emissions. You know who it is. Yeah. It's the United States. All right. Busting our ass to try to get this and trying to convince other people. And eventually we're going to be giving billions to developing countries so they can clean up the environment. And that billions will be stolen by corrupt politicians. This is something you don't need to hear on a Monday, really. Uh, anyway, they have fines now up to a maximum of $250 under the new under the Canada Shipping Act 2002. So here's the point. You know, every time you flush the toilet in Canada on a ship, just pray to God it goes to the right place because that's a lot of money, $250,000. You know, listen, Canada, Canada, beautiful country. Beautiful country, really is. I covered that nice? I mean, Canada is a beautiful country. A lot of it, like Alberta, is very cold there. But uh, hello, Chris. Papa Hanson. Port, Port Miami reopened uh, uh, Sunday afternoon. This was a mess. They had three mega ships they were trying to embark, but they shut the port down. Uh, people were just parked outside. You know, they couldn't get in because of a fatality involving a 30-foot fishing boat and the Fisher Island Ferry. That's the rich people ferry um, because it is an island. That's where the rich live, so no one can get near them. You'd have to get on the ferry first. And I don't know who wasn't paying attention. Uh, I don't know the story. A 30-foot, it says, oh, I'm sorry, 30-foot boat. So it was probably some idiot not following. It happened, by the way, at uh, 2.30 in the morning. Uh, 3 o'clock in the morning. And you know what they say. Anything that happens after, like, 1 o'clock in the morning is not a good thing. Anyway, they did have a fatality. So they held up the uh, embarkation for 15,000 people or guests or fresh meat on the carnival celebration, the escape, and the seascape. Yeah, that's that's big stuff. Uh, well, the, the seascape is 5,000. Celebration is 35, yeah, 15,000. Do the math, Tom. It's right in front of you, you moron. Anyway, so uh, Carnival, according to the article, um, it's not Carnival's fault, but they gave everybody a $20 onboard credit. <laughs> That's a little on the cheap side. Uh, but they're good. they get out of there, and, you know, we'll see. We're gonna, I'm waiting to hear if we're going to make Dutch Harbor on time. We should have to. Uh, we should be able to. Uh, we did have a medevac last night by helicopter. Uh, you know, we're getting ready to do five sea days. So if you're going to get sick, it's good to get sick yesterday in Kushiro. Don't get sick two days from now. We're going to be in the middle of the Pacific somewhere. So someone needed a medical evacuation. So we were delayed about five hours before we left. No word yet on whether that we should be able to make it up because, I, again, I don't know this for a fact. There's a disclaimer. I don't know this for a fact. Uh, I sense that we are going slower because I look at the speed on the TV. And that is part of the whole commitment to... Um, uh, One, two, yeah. three, four, five. Because we're going slow, we burn less fuel. But I think we have the ability to step on it if we have to. So we should be able to make up the difference because Lord knows I don't want to miss Dutch Harbor. I ask everybody what's there. They go, nothing. Okay. 
But when we get there, we have face-to-face immigration, so there'll be somebody there. United States Customs and Border Patrol will be waiting for us so you can see my happy face. How are you? Good to see you. Yeah, lovely. Appreciate it. Carnival Cruise Line, in partnership with the Ministry of uh, Grand Bahama, they had a big party. They hosted a Golden Jubilee breakfast. We have Golden Jubilee breakfast here all the time. Uh, half the ship is married 50 years or more. Uh, and it was to celebrate 50 years of independence for the Bahamas. They, listen, have I said it before about Christine Duffy and Carnival? They are, they are moving in the right direction. Uh, 60 new menu items. Uh, get rid of the, the riffraff and the drunks and the drug addicts. They have drugs sniffing dogs and you know you have to agree to behave yourself when you get on board it's going to be a, a new look carnival for years they had that demographic that ruined their reputation now it's going in the other direction and uh, they're playing nice nice with the people from the Bahamas I don't blame them they're involved right now in a 200 million dollar renovation or port expansion in Freeport in the Grand Bahamas they're building another destination I've talked about this uh, ad nauseum because they have uh, uh, destinations like Grand Cayman and Barra, places that don't want the business Key West. They go and find the people that want the business and they invest millions and millions of dollars into their economy, into their infrastructure. And they're building a port destination in Grand Bahama that will offer a uniquely Bahamian experience with exciting features. I'm reading their press release. Exciting features and amenities, including a one-mile stretch of white sand beach. That's all you need. One mile's plenty. You don't need six-mile beach. Is that what seven-mile? What's it called in Grand Cayman? That snobby, stuck-up island. Seven-mile beach? Who cares? One mile's plenty. One mile's plenty. Uh, Also, there'll be a nature reserve, interior pool feature. They're going to have retail food and beverage. This is what Americans want. Even Brits, even and Europeans, they love it. They don't want rural. They don't want third world. They want to get off the ship and have sidewalks and restaurants and tchotchke shops and a pool. And, you know, yeah, the, a lot of people get on one of those open air uh, vans or trucks and go see a, a ruin for an hour. And can we go back now? They got two for one, three to four. So, and $200 million. Now, well, coincidentally, I don't know if it's uh, tied in at all. One second. Oh, yeah, we're going to be short today, Kathy, which is, I'm on a tight schedule. I'm squeezing this in. I really thought there would not be a podcast until Friday. I anticipated, and again, you might not ever hear this. <laughs> I thought we'd have internet issues all the way across, especially with the fog. He's very nasty out there, very nasty. I walk around the ship going, who's in charge of the weather? I blame the cruise director. I blame the cruise director. You're a moron! Uh, Anyway, the Bahamas announced they're going to postpone their head tax. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of San Francisco, they're going to postpone their head tax until January instead of this July. Uh, that means that, you know, October, November, December, November, December, big peak seasons um, ahead of Christmas dies down in January a little bit, the whole cruise industry. Uh, but according to Deputy Prime Minister, Tourism Mr. Minister Chester Cooper, uh, Chetty Chet Cooper on Thursday, uh, he told Eyewitness News uh, it's a six month reprieve following Cooper's meeting with the cruise industry in Miami. And I think basically what the industry said, hey, Coop, babe, you got to work with us because we already sold these fares and we really can't raise the price, even $5. I think he wants what is it's going to go from $18 to $23. I don't get this. If I'm in the cruise industry, eat the $5. Come on. You can't find $5 somewhere. 
But these guys are tough. They work very close, very close to the bone. And so they put the pressure on Chet. They said, Chester, my friend, my dear friend, Mr. Chester Cooper, can we get a break here? Can you give us six months? So they're giving them six months. They're going to implement it in January. And, of course, Chester probably going to be sailing in a suite on one of the ships. One of the cruise lines. Uh, in addition, the Bahamas announced a new $2 per person tourism invents. Hold on a minute. A $2,000 per person tourism enhancement levy applying to passengers. That's something else. That's going to start in January. So that was the trade off. I tell you what we do. We're going to hold off on raising the five bucks for that thing. But over there, we're going to have $2 for that thing. What's that thing? It's the other thing. What other thing? We decided if you want us to wait six months, we're going to bang them two more. So now who pays for that anyway? We pay for it. I don't pay for it. I'm a guest entertainer. Excuse me. You know, I have the early bird, come up, early bird show coming up tomorrow. The great part about doing an early bird show, I've been here performing since May 18th. I've done two shows, and we have 380 of the same guests. Uh, many of those people didn't see either one of my first shows because it was at 9.30. 9.30? No, that's, I, I, I don't know. I got to be up for Mean Girls Mahjong. I, I go into bed. So at 5.45, I'm going to have a whole new audience to not like me. It's going to be exciting. Uh, according to Chester, no, an industry source. You got to have, every story has to have an industry source. It really does. Uh, the Bahamas need, according to the industry source, the Bahamas, why don't you say your name? Huh? You wimp. The Bahamas needs to be careful in how it increases costs. They have to look at this from a competitive standpoint. Oh, shut up. That's the dumbest. That's no wonder why he, that person didn't say their name. There's no competition. Nothing compares to the Bahamas. I'm sorry. Not even St. Thomas is a long way to go. Uh, St. Martin's a long way to go. Uh, the ABCs, Aruba, Bonaire, a long way to go unless you're going out of San Juan. The Bahamas are right just down the road. On a three-day, four-day, nothing compared. There's no place. You can't go to Key West. The Bahamas got them, but they got them right by the Bahamians. They do. And plus the infrastructure they're building. $300 million on the new port. They spent $300 million to make this gorgeous terminal in Paradise Island in Nassau. And the cruise lines are going $5. You have to be very careful from a competitive standpoint. Adding all these fees. It's $5, you moron. Adding all these fees on top of the ticket price compared to other vacation options starts to add up and impacts the market. What a flat-out lie. Are you serious? You, you try to stay in a hotel in South Beach. It's $400 a night for crap, right? And then take a three-day, four-day to the Bahamas and, and have a room and meals and entertainment and a roller coaster, whatever the hell you're going to have. It's a infect. What a... Anyway. Wow. I didn't plan to be so nasty on a Monday. I really didn't. But I hate when people say, that's wrong. I am the guru. I know what the hell I'm talking about. I work it. At whoever that source is, whatever. He just came from a job in a hotel or a car rental agency. Doesn't know anything about the business. You know, like the lady that tried to fix Bud Light. We got a million of those in this business. They're all over the place. They're all over there's such a thing as uh, the real world, and then there's that world. That source is in that world. And that world is the world that sits around a table with coffee and tells themselves, it has to be so because I said so. Boy, maybe I better not, I better not post this one. Uh, by the way, the, um, the GoFundMe campaign is... <laughs> I'll talk to you tomorrow about a new, a new deal from uh, Georgia Mountain Cabin Rentals gift cards. 
new, new, new deal going on there. Don't forget the Snoot Factory, too. www.thesnootfactory.com. Your home for Made in America, uh, Made in USA clothing for your pooches. You want to keep your pooch warm? Check out the Snoot Factory. Have a good Monday. I got a busy day. You'll hear about it tomorrow. I'm going to be trying to herd 18 guests together and put them in a play. Uh-huh. And without any medication. I'm doing it drug-free. It'll be a challenge. Have a good one. What are you thinking? I should bring him I should bring him to my rehearsal today. Anytime somebody gets out of line, hit him with the duck. Have a good one. Wish me luck. Talk to you tomorrow. And thanks for the shares, the likes, and 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 the people that know the song. One, two, three, four, five. It's the little things, not the money. Although the money would help. See you later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.